Ladies and guys who often compare themselves to others, Andy here, author of The Best Tinder Guide on the Internet and the reason Ed Sheeran has red hair. This is the Kill You're in a Loser podcast. Let's fucking go, boys and girls. So, comparing yourself to others. I had a realization this morning. I myself am not immune from, I'm not immune to comparing myself to others. Now, that wasn't the realization. I've known that. Guess what? I know that I'm not a complete fucking god who has his shit together. But I had a realization that I've been comparing myself to others when it comes to the gym. I mean, looking at these big fucking muscle boys, these big, you know, balloon animal looking motherfuckers with their big sexy biceps. And, you know, I got to throw a no homo in there, don't I? No homo is not very politically correct of me, but, you know, as a straight guy, I'll throw that in there for all you fellow straight guys. And looking at these big, sexy fucking men and comparing myself and going, you know, my progress sucks. I'm taking too long. I am shit. I'm small. I'm weak. I'm, you know, not masculine, all of that kind of stuff. And I've been internalizing that without realizing that. And this happens sometimes. I talk about this all the time. Sometimes you will have negative thoughts in your head that you didn't even realize were there. They're like subconscious or you're not questioning them. So they'll come up and you just accept them on face value. You accept them as fact. You know, so that thought comes in your head of I'm small, I'm weak, I'm not that good looking, you know, I'm a tiny little man. And you don't question it. You just go, yeah, that's true. But What I started doing or what I did this morning and what I would encourage you guys to do when you have these thoughts, and this is something you get better at over time, is questioning them, right? Going, is that true? Am I small? Or is there a reason I'm small? Am I really a shitter person because I'm not as big as this other guy? Well, let's analyze that logically. Why am I smaller? Well, because I've only been working on this shit seriously for, let's say, bodybuilding seriously for about seven months now. That's not a lot of time. I fucked around with powerlifting in the past. I gained a lot of strength. I had a deadlift 175 kilos was my one rep max. So there is proof that I can put on muscle, that I can gain strength. I've done it in the past. I'm just in a bit of a rut with all the lockdowns and shit over the last couple of years. And I hadn't gone to the gym for a while, but I'm getting back in there. So I have tangible evidence and proof that I can put on muscle. I'm being a little hard on myself. These guys who have a ton of muscle and who look like they're further ahead than me, these motherfuckers have been doing this for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. My bodybuilding coach has been at this shit for like 15 fucking years. And he himself has said to me multiple times, yeah, of course you're small. Like, why wouldn't you be small? You've only just started this. You're a newbie. You fucked around in the past, but that stuff almost doesn't count. Yeah, it's great that you made some progress hold on to that, use that as evidence that you can change and you can improve, but you've only been doing it seriously, properly, consistently with a plan that you stick to for about seven months. And even then, I haven't been perfect at sticking to the plan. So that further makes the point. The point that I'm getting to here is often we accept these negative thoughts and we say, yeah, I am worse than other people. I'm not as good as others. I am shit. I am small. I am weak. I'm a loser. I can't get laid. I'm you know, whatever it is, you accept these limiting beliefs or these negative thoughts about yourself without questioning them. So what's the solution? Obviously, what I just said there, questioning it, going through it, saying, is this true? And that 
uh, process that I've just described is called cognitive behavioral therapy. It basically just means if you want the non, you know, fancy definition, it just means questioning the negative thoughts. Like, is this true? And then looking for evidence that it's not true, like actively going out of your way and saying, can I find evidence to the contrary? Can I find evidence that I'm not small? Can I find evidence that I am making some progress? Can I have a more realistic, like whole view, excuse me, whole view of this whole situation and be more realistic and say, well, those guys have been working at this for a long time. I just haven't worked at it for that long. So it's realistic. In terms of like, I'll give you another example. In terms of like getting laid, for instance, a lot of guys will say, I'm a loser. You know, I hit on 30 girls and I didn't get a single phone number. Like I'm a loser, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I want you to be more realistic and say, well, the guys that are good at this shit, I don't know, Andy, anyone else, the guys that are good at this shit, They've been doing this for a long time. They know what to do. They've made a million mistakes and they have gone through periods where they hit on 30 girls and didn't get a single phone number. They've gone through periods where they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Now they're at a point where they know what they're doing. I can't compare myself to those guys. That isn't a fair comparison. Like they know what they're doing. They're essentially experts. They're coaches on this shit. And I'm comparing myself to those people and saying, well, I'm not as good as them. It's like, yeah, no shit. You've just started. So questioning those negative thoughts and asking yourself, is this shit actually true? Am I being fair when I'm beating myself up? Another thing you can do is say, would I talk to my best friend or would I say these things to my best friend? And I would not beat my best friend up because he wasn't giant in the gym or other guys were bigger than him. And I would hope you wouldn't beat your best friend up because he can't get laid or because he hit on 30 girls and none of them gave him a phone number. I want you to think very carefully what you'd do in that situation. I think you already kind of know the answer. You would pat your mate on the back and be like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's so awesome that you hit on 30 girls, bro. That's amazing. Like, holy shit, dude. You have way more balls than any other fucking man out there. Most guys are just coasting through life not taking action, not taking control of themselves and their life. You've gone out there and taken some fucking action. What can we do to improve things? Maybe you just weren't, you know, chatty enough with the girls. Maybe you you looked like you're a little depressed or something. Try being a little happier. Try being a little more enthusiastic. Try hard, to, Try trying a little harder. Try putting in a little more effort. Try listening to some music to get yourself psyched up a little bit first so that you're in a good mood try smiling more, you know, try all these things that, that might help a little bit. You would encourage your friend. You'd tell him he's done a good fucking job and you try and help him do an even better job. Or sometimes you would just say like, nah, man, that's how this shit goes. You're not doing anything wrong. Just go hit on another 30 girls and I promise you one of them will give you a phone number. And if, if they don't, that's fine, dude. Then we'll adjust and we'll figure out what to do. Like you would be very reassuring and you would push him to be better. And so that's what I did with myself this morning. And it turns out my girlfriend Imogen has been going through the same shit. She's been very negative. We've both been very negative towards ourselves in the gym and our bodies and all that kind of shit and our progress, our lack of, a seeming lack of progress. And again, we question that and it's like, no, no shit. She's lost like eight fucking kilograms. That's a ton of weight. I've gained a ton of fucking muscle. I am significantly stronger. My coach tells me almost every week, yeah, man, you're looking better. Like, He'll show me before and after pictures and literally say, look, you look better. And objectively, if I look at those pictures, yeah, I do objectively look better. I am objectively stronger. The numbers don't lie. The numbers in the gym, the weights are going up. And so we've been questioning that shit and focusing on it in a more like realistic way, focusing on being more patient and saying this process may take a year or two. I did a podcast a while ago called, um, I can't remember exactly what it was called. It was called something along the lines of, uh, 
oh God, I can't remember. It's like this process takes a long time or something like that. How long this process takes. And essentially one of self-improvement takes a long time, something like that. And one of the points that I made is you can't sit there being, you know, this fucking millennial or this zoomer who's like give me everything i want right fucking now it's like no 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 this process takes a while if you're going out to get laid that might take six months or a year depending where you're at some guys go out and immediately get results other guys might take a year before they start getting results maybe you have a ton of weight to lose maybe you're super unconfident and you literally have to learn how to talk to people maybe you just literally fucking suck at it for like six months and you take a little longer than other people that's perfectly okay If it's a gym goal, maybe you're like me and you just start out kind of skinny, kind of chubby and, you know, you haven't gone to the gym for, I think it was like a year and a half I didn't go to the gym over all the lockdown and COVID bullshit, right? So maybe you have a little bit of time that it's going to take you to get back to that spot or or time to get to a a proficient level. So being more patient, being more self-loving, being more kind to yourself and acknowledging the progress you fucking made. And now if you've made no fucking progress, that's fine too. Don't beat yourself up. Don't have regrets. Just go, okay, I need to like change something. I've clearly made no progress. But most of the time you will look back and say, oh shit, I am making progress. I have made progress. I have changed. Things are different. I am in a better position. And here's the test or the, the, the trick or the tool that you can use. You say to yourself, Do I want to go back in time like six months? Do I want to go back to the old version of me and forget everything I know now and I have to be back in the same position I was in six months and I have to be like exactly that same person I was six months ago? And if your answer is like, fuck no, are you kidding me? I don't want to go back six months. Like I'm way better now. That's your fucking answer. If you don't want to go back in time to your old self, you're making fucking progress. Even if it seems like you're not. Or even if you've done what I did today and you're sitting there comparing yourself to other guys and going like, man, I suck. I'm small. I'm weak. I'm this. It's like, no, 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 no. You're making progress. You have, you know, it sounds cliche, but you have your own fucking journey that you're on. Stop comparing your journey to someone else because likely you're not even being realistic when you do that. You're not comparing yourself to their journey. Again, if I compare myself to others in the gym, then I have to do so in a realistic way and say, well, they've been at this for 15 fucking years or 10 years. Yeah, their journey fucking was hard too. Maybe not hard, but their journey took a little bit of fucking time and patience. They didn't do it overnight. And I'm sitting here expecting to do it overnight. That's not realistic. Sometimes you can even talk to those people. I say to do this with girls, for instance. There's quite a few guys that will have these like internalized, let's say like frustrations with women. Maybe it's like you want to call it the anger phase in the red pill terms. You know, you just think like, oh, women have it easy. Like this, it kind of sucks being a guy. It's easier to be a woman. What you can do in that situation is literally talk to some fucking women and say, you know, is it easy being a woman? Like, what's it like being a woman? It must be fucking easy, right? And, And she'll say like, are you fucking kidding me? No. And she'll tell you like 20 things that are hard or difficult or she struggles with as a woman. And you'll hear all that and you'll go, shit, why, I, I was kind of just comparing. I, I had this rose tinted, like this perfect view of what it's like to be you. And I was comparing my life to that. And it turns out it's not really like a one-to-one comparison. It's apples and oranges. Same with someone in the gym. You look at some big guy with fucking muscles and you, you know, I would encourage you to go and talk to him and say like, bro, how long have you been working out, dude? Like your body's fucking like, goddamn, dude, you've clearly put in a shit ton of work. Like how long have you been working out? And in your mind, you're thinking like, oh, probably not long. And he'll turn to you and say like 15 years, dude. I've gone through some tough times, you know, it's been really fucking hard to be consistent. I've really struggled. I'm not someone that has a lot of discipline, but I've just made myself go to the gym when I didn't want to. And you'll be like, oh shit, like this isn't just some God who looks better than me. He's not a better person than me. He's not more disciplined than me. He's not special and I'm a loser. He's just like 
further ahead on his journey than me. So, you know, focusing on that self-kindness, that patience, I guess you'd call it, patience above all fucking else and saying like, yeah, this is a fucking journey, right? And enjoying that process like as you're on that journey. You don't have to sit there and delay your happiness, which is what I've unfortunately been doing. I've put myself in a habit over the last like couple of months where I've said, I will be happy when I'm big and muscular and lean. And Imogen will be happy when she's super lean and, and little and small and cute and petite and feminine. You know, she's feminine enough, but she feels more feminine when she's smaller. So we've been like delaying that happiness, which is a ridiculous thing to do. Because what like, and guys do this sometimes. I shouldn't say guys, people do this. Where we set a goal and we say, I'll be super happy when I get that goal. Now, I'll be clear, you will be happy when you reach that goal, of course. That's why we set goals, because they're cool things to have. But that doesn't mean that you want to be unhappy when you don't have that goal. What you don't want to do is sit there and say, I'm going to be miserable until I reach this goal, or I'm not allowed to be happy until I reach that goal. Like, I don't deserve to be happy until I reach that goal. I hope this resonates with some of you because this is exactly what I've been doing. I've been saying, I'm not allowed to be happy. Like I literally remove the permission for myself to be happy until I reach my body goals, which means I'm not allowed to be happy for like two years. It, it might take two years for me to get really fucking muscular and big, as big as I want. And obviously I'd still keep working out after that. But, you know, two years before I'm at a point where I'm like, yeah, I, I, this is a pretty good baseline. What, am I going to be miserable for two years? Am I not allowed to be happy for two years? Can I not enjoy sex with girls for two years? Like, I'm going to be sitting there thinking like, man, like, I wish I was just bigger so she could really enjoy my body. It's like, she's enjoying your body now, motherfucker, but you're just not being present. You're just living in the fucking future. You're living in a weird fantasy where you have all your goals and everything is happy and everything is perfect and wonderful. That isn't right now. That isn't reality. And yes, that is a place you will get to. My life is unfucking equivocally better now than it was six years ago like when i first started all the getting laid and self-improvement shit like my life i would way rather be here right now i am happier for the goals that i have achieved of course you are that's the way goals fucking work but that doesn't mean that i wasn't happy during like those six years it doesn't mean i had to wait to get to this point i say this to a lot of you guys if you're working on your sex life that doesn't mean you have to be unhappy on the days where you don't get laid if you're working on your business don't be unhappy for the two years it might take you to build up a really big fucking income please don't make the mistake of going i'm gonna wait until i hit my goal before i'm happy and even you know, the point I'm recording this podcast is to show you that even guys like me who kind of know what they're doing with this self-improvement stuff, with setting goals, with being self-loving and kind, it's still very easy to slip back into these old bad habits of beating yourself up, of being negative, of saying, I'm a loser until I reach this goal. Like even me, I'm still doing it sometimes. I'm normally pretty good. Like this feels like a a, a weird thing that I've, like I, I this morning when I realized all this, I was like, why the fuck have I been beating myself up? What the shit? If any of my clients did this, I'd give them a big fucking hug and be like, bro, be kind to yourself, dude. Like you're fucking making improvements. Like why are you beating yourself up? But I just forgot. It sounds kind of funny, but sometimes you just forget. And that's the way this self-improvement game goes. One of my coaching clients, one of the guys in my group coaching, literally yesterday, we had a big fucking conversation where he said, I'm worried or I have this fear that sometimes I will forget some of the epiphanies that I've learned, or I'll forget the old habits. I'll break the good habits that I have. Like, you know, being kind to myself, being patient. I might forget that. And I said to him, like, yeah, dude, like I forget shit all the time. Like I've forgotten a million of these epiphanies. The good thing is, as long as you're working on self-improvement 
as long as you have the goal to be better than you were in the past, you know, every day make those tiny little improvements, take those tiny little baby steps to be a little better. As long as you're in the self-improvement game and you have your head in that mindset of I want to be better, you will re-remember the things that you forgot. You might go through periods where you beat yourself up for three months and you go, oh shit, why am I doing that? Why am I comparing myself to others? Whoops. I thought I wasn't meant to do that. God damn. Okay, I'm going to get back on track. That happens. Be patient with yourself and don't don't use beating yourself up as an excuse to beat yourself up even further. I see that sometimes. Guys will say, man, I'm beating myself up. What's wrong with me? Why am I such an idiot beating myself up? And it's like, you're just beating, you're just throwing more shit on the pile, buddy. It's like you're drowning in shit. And then you're like, better heap more shit on top of that. So being a little more patient, a little more kind, you are going to fuck up. A lot of these podcasts I record, I will, I like to share my, maybe fuck ups isn't the right word because that makes it sound bigger than it really is. My stumbles. I like to share some of my stumbles and my learning experiences with you guys to show you that, you know, there isn't some magical point you get to where everything is great and you, not that everything is great, but like where, where everything is perfect. You never get to a point where everything is perfect and you fully have your shit together and you never make a mistake and life is just fucking perfect and you don't have any struggles and you never forget anything and you never beat yourself up. Like, that doesn't exist. Even fucking enlightened people, even fucking like the Buddha and, you know, depending on who you fucking follow, if you're spiritual, if you're religious, like even fucking Jesus Christ is not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Like that's part of being a human. There are an almost infinite number of things for you to try and remember. There's an almost infinite number of things for you to work on. You don't have enough hours in the day. You have all your emotions and your stresses and all of that. On top of that, you only have a certain amount of willpower, although you can improve that, of course, you can, you know, build more willpower, but you still have a finite number of shit, a finite amount of shit you can put up with every day. You know, you have a certain amount of stress you can handle every day before you need to de-stress and do some meditation and chill out a little bit. You are just a human. You're in this body which isn't perfect. By design, it's not meant to be perfect. Because if we were all perfect, what the fuck would the point of life be? Like, what would you do if you were perfect? If I could ever get to a point where I was perfect, if any of us could ever get to a point where we were perfect, what would you do with your time? Where you just sit there and think about how perfect you are? That sounds boring as shit. Like, part, part of the reason we're here is to always be improving, to always have the next thing to work on, the next thing to get a little better at. And again... That doesn't mean that you're bad or that you're a failure or that you suck when you haven't worked on that thing. Don't use it as an excuse to say, like, I'm not good enough. But it's more like you have the next challenge or the next opportunity for growth. That's probably a very positive way of phrasing it, the next opportunity for growth. So I'm getting back into that habit myself when it comes to the gym. And I had this big realization today. I wanted to jump on here and, and share it with you guys. Imogen had the same realization. And I was like, holy shit, I got to tell people this because... Why the fuck are we beating ourselves up? Let's get back on track. Be nice to ourselves. Be a little more patient and be a little more acknowledging of the progress that we have made because we both made a fuck ton of progress. Yeah, we're not where we want to be. Of course not. But in order to have a, a great life, a life that you're really happy with, a life that satisfies you, whether that's a good sex life, money, helping other people, which is something I'm obviously fucking really passionate about, whatever it is, it's possible to have a really good fucking life without having all your ducks lined up in a row, so to speak. What I mean by that is you don't have to have a perfect body in order to be happy. You don't have to have an amazing sex life in order to be happy. You're allowed to be happy right now in this moment and then just have things that you're working on, things that you're improving, things that you want even better, things that you want to use as an opportunity for growth. So I'll start wrapping up there. 
I am starting to feel a lot more positive, you know, since this morning. I've done a lot of meditating on this. I feel like this was a very important fucking realization for me for my gym progress because it's hard to give a shit about the gym when you're sitting there going, I'm small, I suck, I'm a loser. Like, I, I, I wasn't enjoying, I mean, I was enjoying going to the gym, but I felt like I'd lost a lot of the motivation. I was starting to slip into like apathy or what's the point? Almost like, not quite depression, but like, what's the point of going to the gym? I'm small anyway. It'll take me like several years to get big. What's the point? Whereas if I can be a little more patient, if I can acknowledge the progress that I've made and if Imogen, my girlfriend, can do the same thing, now you have a reason to go to the gym. You're like, look at the progress I've made already. I've already made some progress, man. What will happen if I do this for another six months? And then six months on top of that and six months on top of Jesus, like two years from now, I will, I will make like four times the progress I've just made. Holy shit, that's exciting. So be a little more kind to yourself, guys. I hope this podcast has resonated with you guys. Like I said, I really like sharing these kind of, maybe not struggles, but these like moments I have where I have an epiphany and I'm like, oh, I could do this a lot better. I never really want to give off the impression that I fully have my shit together, that I have all the fucking answers, that I'm Mr. Super Expert, that everything is perfect all the time, because I don't really think that helps you guys. I think that just gives you a false impression, and you're then, ironically, going to compare yourself to me and go, well, this, you know, guy looks like he has his shit together all the time, and I don't, therefore I mustn't be as good as him. It's one of my main... Maybe criticisms isn't the right word, but it's one thing that I see a lot of like YouTubers and experts and pickup artists and gurus and stuff like that. A lot of them don't share as many of their struggles or they don't share the day-to-day -day stuff or the, the epiphanies that they have as they go about their life. They will more just sit from a position or talk from a position of expertise and they'll say, I have all the answers. Here's what you should do. Just do this. But they don't really talk about the insights that they have themselves or the realizations or the struggles maybe that they go through that the opportunities for growth and i think it's important to share that shit because like i said otherwise you get this false impression that there's just some magical place you get to where you have your shit together and everything is perfect and you never struggle and you never make any mistakes and i don't think that that helps you guys i think that just is one more reason for you guys to beat yourself up and say oh i'm not as good as him therefore i should fucking quit and if there is one formula for success I've said this a million times, the, if I can get one idea across to you guys that will help you build an amazing or will guarantee that you have an amazing life, it is this. Don't fucking quit. If you just don't quit, success is guaranteed. I will wrap up. As always, coaching in the link below if you want that. I want you guys to go out there and crush your goals. And don't compare yourself to others. Or if you do compare yourself to others, if you find yourself doing that, that's okay. Just be a little kinder to yourself. Be patient with yourself and say, okay, I'm comparing myself to others. I'm going to make a conscious effort to be a little nicer to myself.